All right, guys, the next question is on abortion. And the questioner asks, I had an abortion when I was much younger and have lived with horrible regret ever since. I felt scared at the time and alone. And I also felt that I had no financial resources to raise a child at that time. And my question is, how can God forgive me all of these years later for terminating the life of my child? What about you, Frank? Well, my goodness, I certainly understand those feelings. Um, You have to realize what in the world is going on here in the life of this person. In the New Testament, it says in the book of Colossians that Christ died for all our sins, all. And it's very important to understand what that word means in the Greek language. It means all. Um, And in fact, in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10, Paul gave a list. And he said, you know, don't don't you know this, that idolaters and murderers and enviers and drunkards, and just to make sure he got everybody in the list, he said, and coveters. Uh, coveters, uh, those who are not content with what they have, who want what somebody else has. That nails all of us. None of those shall inherit the kingdom. But then he adds this, such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified in the Lord Jesus Christ. So the moment you put your faith in him, you, your slate is wiped completely clean. He has promised in the old book that he will cast your sins as far as the east is from the west. Very important. He didn't say north and south. If you go north, you eventually hit a north pole and you go south. You eventually hit a south pole, you're going north again. But east from west is an infinite line. And he says, I will remember them no more. So dear friend, who are you? to remember them when God doesn't. I'll tell you who you are. You're a child of God who's under the attack of the enemy. And we have a dear friend, all of us named Juan Carlos Ortiz, who's now with the Lord Jesus Christ. But he said this, Jesus Christ tore up the debt, canceled the debt, it's gone. The enemy made Xerox copies and he's beating you up with those Xerox copies. And one of the things the enemy loves to do, dear listener, is try to single us out and make us think we're the only one. So he forgave everybody but you, but you aborted that child. And so you are not forgiven. Hey, you're not the only one. There are so many others who aborted babies. Is that a sad thing? Oh, it's desperately sad. Is it hurtful? Yes, it grieves your soul. But you need to run to the Lord Jesus Christ, claim your forgiveness, hand those emotions of guilt and shame to him and say, Lord, would you please deal with these in my life? Because what those emotions tend to do is lie to you and make you think you're not forgiven but you are. Uh, The cross is an historical fact. It's not a feeling. He died for every single sin. And what we do is we embrace that truth no matter how we feel. I have a motto in my own life that I have used when the enemy attacks me 
with the things that I have done. I say this, quote, I know how I feel. I feel guilty. I feel ashamed. What is the truth? The truth is I am loved, accepted, and forgiven in the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, it is finished, which in Frank's term means end of discussion. Very encouraging. What about you, uh, Preston? You want to add to that? Yeah. Um, I can't add to what Frank has said, but let me let me add a different slant here, if you will. Um, C.S. Lewis talks about our uh, longing for home. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, we all long for home. Um, and it's odd. I think about the the house where I live, this room that you can see in the background. I have I've worked in this room for 26 years. Um, that's longer than I've lived anywhere. And uh, it's my home. And yet, uh, you know, I sit on the patio some nights and think, well, what what if I inherited a million dollars? And my mind turns, well, then I would go buy some property. And there's that longing for something else. And uh, Lewis talks about this is part of that, uh, that God-given inclination that says, this is not where I um, will live forever. This is a temporary place. There's a home. Your child is there and you are en route uh, in your life. And uh, one of the messages of Scripture, specifically in the book of Ecclesiastes in the Old Testament, is that somehow, some way, way beyond our pay grade to understand, God will make everything right. Mm -hmm. And so how he goes about doing that, I don't know. But that's how come he gets to be God, right? Uh, he will make all of this right. He'll make it right in your life. He's already made it right in your child's life. Hmm. You know, um, 23 years ago now, um, here in just a few days, uh, my wife and I lost twins. And um, they live in heaven now, Alex and Anna. I'm curious about them, uh, what they're like. I want to know if somebody's taught them to fly fish. Uh, are they adults? Are they children? Uh, who do they know? Uh, do they understand that my I have two brothers there? And are they connected with their uncles? And how does all that work? I don't have any idea. I know that I miss them. And uh, I missed I missed having them in my home. I missed teaching them to fly fish. I missed having the conversations that parents love with their kids and, and so forth. Whether this works theologically or not, I don't know. But sometimes, again, a lot of times when I'm sitting in my reverie on my patio, I will say, dear older brother Jesus, would you please tell Alex and Anna hi for me? And would you tell them about me, if that's permissible? And would you let them know that one day, one day, I'll be there, and everything will be right. 
Chris, I'm really glad you went there. Uh, I was going to go there after you were done. Um, (laughs) This is where the shepherding to this question comes in. You know, it's one thing to answer it doctrinally, biblically, theologically. uh, But we need to answer this with the heart of a shepherd. And when you have somebody like Press just described, he and his bride, uh, this lady that's writing in about an abortion, I believe with all my heart that life begins at conception. Uh, We know that from the book of Jeremiah. He says, God formed me in my inner parts in the womb. So that is a life. It is a viable life. Uh, That life ended very early. And here's the key. We go to a guy named David. And David had a very sinful involvement with a lady named Bathsheba. And a pregnancy came about. And then a murder. Uh, David murdered uh, Bathsheba's husband, and a year later, this baby's born. The baby is sick. David is grieving, mourning, praying that this baby would be healed. The baby died. David took off his mourning clothes. His servants looked at him and said, what are you doing, taking off your mourning clothes? And David made this incredible response. And I, dear lady, I hope you're listening. He said to his servants, That child shall not come to me, but one day I shall go to that child. Now, we know that David is the man after God's own heart. We know that David, through the finished work of Christ, his future Messiah, David is going to be in the kingdom of God by faith. And I believe with all my heart what he said. He's going to see that little child. And so, dear lady, I believe with all my heart that one day, this little child. I don't know in what form he or she takes, but she's going to come up to you. He's going to come up to you and say, hey, mom, thank you for being the vessel that God used to give me life. And I am so glad we're going to get to share this life for all eternity. And that's the perspective, sweet lady, that you need to have in the forefront of your mind. And don't let the enemy rob you of that joy and hope that is yours through the finished work of Christ. Very well said. Guys, I also want to offer, um, my wife works at a crisis pregnancy center. Mm. Uh, She volunteers uh, once a week there. And they see tremendous um, lives saved, uh, many lives saved throughout the year. And it, it's nothing that the expecting mom has to pay for. Everything is provided. And if if that mother wants to, to give the baby up for adoption, uh, there are folks that will adopt the child. Uh, but resources are provided for for all nine months of the pregnancy through these centers. And they're called crisis pregnancy centers. Um, so, if if you're out there and you're th- in, and you're in the process, you're debating whether to have an abortion or not. I would just encourage you to either search Crisis Pregnancy Center or go to Crisis Pregnancy Center. I'm sorry, CrisisPregnancies.org. Again, CrisisPregnancies.org, and this is a website that's full of resources that will connect you with folks that care. Uh, they will take you by the hand. They will walk side by side with you. Uh, during your your pregnancy. So there is help. There are resources out there. There's no charge for this. Again, you can go to crisispregnancies.org. And for that uh, individual 
who was talking about an abortion she had many years ago. Uh, there's also help for you. You can go to afterabortion.org. Again, afterabortion.org. There are tremendous resources of folks that are in, in your situation. And you can talk to someone about the struggles that you're going through. But simply go to afterabortion.org and just look at all the resources there are for you. Um, and you're going to find folks that have been through exactly the same situation that you've gone through. So there is restoration. There is hope in either case. Um, but tremendous insight, guys. And I, I just want to thank you for sharing your heart on that question. I, I think that really hits home to a lot of folks. 